episode 14 of Swap Foo. Thank you for joining us. Absolutely. I'm Miss Swap Foo. And I'm Mr. Swap Foo. And it's good to be here. Oh, my gosh. Uh, so what day is it? Is it like the 28th of August? No, it's the 26th. Is it the 26th? Yeah. You're a couple of days early. But oh. That's okay. <laughs> wow. That's cool. You're just trying to get to your birthday faster. I am. I am. No, I'm got, trying to get to my 15th. Your 15,000 days? Days on Earth. I the you know, that email that you sent to me was the first time I'd ever heard of a decimal birthday. Yep. But that's when they say life begins. 15,000. At 15,000 days. Days. So, yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's going to be September 29th, 2010. It's going to be my 15,000 15, days on Earth. Amazing. Yep. Look it up. Interesting to find out. And you're, you're yet at like some kind of a th- I don't know. I'm at there. like 24,000 right, days or right. something. <laughs> I sent the I sent the same thing to B and she looked it up and she's like, "Well, that's pretty cool. I've never seen that before." It's like, "Where'd you come up with this stuff?" It's like the the inner tubes. So, four, 14 episodes. Yes. And um and still going strong. And uh, well, so well, I guess we have a couple shout-outs. We'll shout out to our listeners. Because always we appreciate you guys tuning in. Yeah. Hope you're having a good time and uh, look forward to hearing from anyone with any comments or input because, you know, it's one thing to just be a a voice going out. It's also nice to have a voice coming in. So any comments, suggestions, questions, concerns that you might send back our way would be greatly appreciated. And that number again is... (laughs) Six oh nine. Okay. Okay. Swap food. What was that guy on WKRP in Cincinnati? Venus flytrap. Yeah. Or, 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 or was it the other one? Uh, John, Johnny. What's his name? No, no. Venus flytrap. Yeah. yeah. He did the late night deal. Yeah. So it's six oh nine three swap food. Um, drop us a line. Nice. Yeah, definitely. Um, okay. Um, so other shout outs, Cooper. Absolutely. Life on the swing set. <laughs> yeah. 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 And uh, thank you very our much. Mo- our most favorite Chicago wins, Chicago and Knights. Are they? They're mine. Yeah, but can they make pizza? We'll, we'll find, see. We'll find out. Can and- they toss a salad? Oh, wrong. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. All right. All right. All right. So <laughs> I have no response for that. No. So what? Um, uh, and also, we wanted to shout out to uh, Kidder Caper, who mentioned us on his uh, bath talk show. And, and Miss Off was looking at me with a stare like, and, and also the mirror spent 14 days in space. And I, you don't know who that is? The mirror? No, you don't know who Kidder Caper is. <laughs> oh. um, I have not listened to the show, I yeah. confess. Yeah, that's but awesome. that's that's okay. Yes, it is. I'll, you know, I mean, why it, you put me on the spot oh, like I that? Oh, I just think it's funny. It's not funny. <laughs> I know I'm behind the times. You're not. You're not behind the times. I'm All just, right. yeah. I'm just Whatever. Early adopter idiot. So, okay, okay, okay. Um, oh, but shout out to Kidder Caper yes. and give them the website. Oh, which one? Kidder Caper's website. Oh, um, with the most, the best selling, the best selling, uh, sex positive book on the market or something like that. Sex is fun. Sex is fun. Uh, I read it. I like it. It's good. It's, it, it, I saw it. It's very fun. Yeah. It's like, there's good stuff in there. Yep. Um, I guess you can Google the sex is fun, uh, Google sex is fun and you'll come up with the book that those guys put together. Yeah. It's good. Mm-hmm. It's good. I like Absolutely. the pictures. I like the black and white. Yeah. It's it, the, the, uh, the, uh, 
I don't know. Wieners? No. <laughs> no. The, 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 uh. The art? Yes. Yes. <laughs> the art. <laughs> I'm like, the drawings. <laughs> the drawings. The art is very nice. Awesome. Yeah. And, yeah, uh, cool. and it, and it is, it, and it is a fun book. Yeah. So good job. Like, you need us to tell you that, but good job. <laughs> um, okay. So, all right. So what else do we have? Oh, um, so we wanted to ask, uh, apropos of uh, the Bath Talk Weekly thing, they it seemed like um, they had a question. They had a question. Well, not really so much a question, but there was a story that we had there that we left unanswered, and it regarded um, what what is it that when whenever you and I full swap. Oh, by the way, this podcast is about swinging. I don't think that we have even like mentioned that yet. No, but that's okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. If, I mean, if we're found we're uh, we're two swingers in a world in the world in the world. That's and, right. And uh, just talking about our journey. But, yeah. World of exploration. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So um, he asked when you and I when we full swap. They were curious. They seemed to be curious at the fact that when you and I full swap, we prefer to go into separate bedrooms, or that's just been generally our experience of what mm-hmm. we do. And, um, well, they, I mean, I think that they were kind of of a different opinion because they like to watch out for each other or make sure that the other one is okay and so on. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, I mean, we've had both the experience where we go into separate bedrooms, but right. we've also had, we, we've both had independent sexual experiences where mm-hmm. it wasn't, necessarily a swap thing it was right. it was just um an independent sexual experience absolutely so and and, and, I, and I, I don't know i think in either either of those cases the re-engagement of you and i is kind of the same i don't know what do you think well i think that there's two things right i think that um first off um we vet i think that we do a pretty good job at vetting the people that we full swap with in that situation in that we feel that they're trustworthy enough to treat you know each of us with respect so i think that's one part of it Mm -hmm. um and the other part is that you know miss wafu can freaking hold her own against anybody i'm not gonna worry about her not being able to take down a motherfucker because he gets handsy or some horse shit i mean i mean you would lay it down you mean like if I were in a separate room and someone got became too aggressive? Aggressive, or, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't worry about me either. Yeah, I wouldn't worry about you. But but there are definitely couples out there that would worry about each other. Yeah, so. which is good, right? I mean, because I mean, we're not all put on this earth to, to you know to have humanity as our slaves as Miss Fu is with her. That's not true. <laughs> I'm not like that. Well, but you're a very powerful woman, and I think that that's well, I I. Can de- I'm definitely in control of my own personal being. Right. Yeah. But yeah, that's, yeah. but that's not the question. I think the question really is how do you and I re-engage? Well, that's yeah. the question. How do we re-engage after, you know, uh, individual sexual exploitations or sexual encounters or experiences? Happen? Right. 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 How do you and I come back together after that is the question. Well, you know, I think that it was the first time that we remember, cause remember we used to, do I think that we decided to take separate? Did we start taking separate rooms? You know, you know how the way that I I think that it evolved is that I used to just go into separate rooms with people, or we just used to go into separate rooms with people because 
that's the way we've done it since you and I weren't even married or weren't even like, mm-hmm. we weren't even swinging formally, certainly. Right. So it's like we would just have hookups separately. That's just the way we got used to hooking up with mm-hmm. other people was separately. Absolutely. Because, you know, it was just us about make, kind of making ourselves available to other people. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the, and who were, who were we each attracted to and right, how right. were we going to make that happen with that person? And we knew lots and lots of single people. Well, and, and there were, there was a lot of group activities that right. we engaged in. There were mm-hmm. a lot of house parties where people were, you know, they, they didn't call it swinging then. Mm-hmm. It was just kind of people hooking up, but there were lots of house parties where, you know, where people hooked up. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. And that's kind of, you know, that was kind of the thing is that you would kind of go off and do your own, have your own sexual activity. It right. didn't happen in front of, you know, the group of people that were there Yeah, kind of went off and came back and did your thing. And, and, and I think that, I don't know, I'm thinking, and I'm trying to think back and maybe that's how it kind of uh, curtailed into how we handle it now. Yeah. That's what it carried over. Back then it was like later that night or the next Mm -hmm. morning it was like, Hey, what happened? What happened? How did it go? How did it go? That was a big question. How did it go? What happened? What did you guys do? Yeah. It was a kind of a, it was an intrigue. Yeah. Yeah. It was definitely an intrigue. Like, uh, because we, you know, I knew who you were into and if I saw that you were like making progress and then you and that person disappeared, it was like the next day it was like, Okay, what happened? Yeah. How did it go? Yeah. How did you guys do? What happened? What, you know? Mm-hmm. And uh, you would tell me, I remember you would tell me, it's like, oh, I like that guy. Yeah. I yeah. like that guy. Yeah. I like that guy. And like, you know, next time we'd see him at a party or whatever, yeah. you would just like spend more into- more time with him. Eventually, you just wouldn't, you know, either you wouldn't come home or, or you just, you know, Miss Wapu is okay. And you know, I'm not going to say that it was never uncomfortable because there were a couple of times when I had things to tell you. Yeah. That it, it, that was a little uncomfortable. Right. But Evolve. my way my way in doing that was just to kind of blurt it out. So <laughs> but, we'd be we'd be standing at the sink brushing our teeth and I'd be like, "By the way, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I gave a hand job last night." Yeah. <laughs> because I I believe in full disclosure. Sure. It's like I, you know, I I just believe that no matter what happens, you have to be honest about it. That honesty is like just mm-hmm. a driving force between, ever, between two people, whether they're in the lifestyle or absolutely. not. Absolutely. And so it, you know, it's like, well, will the relationship progress past yeah. whatever this is that has happened? And we just kind of have all these in all these years based our relationship on that. So when yeah. we got into swinging, that was the. That was kind of like the status quo. That's yeah. It was the way we did it. That's the way we did it. It yeah. was it was uh, you know it was separate. I mean I mean same room sex mm-hmm. you know is fine and you we know all the occasion, other thing yeah. all, the, all the other things are fine but the whole full swap the whole full swap thing was just it was a better opportunity for both of us or separate separately mm-hmm. yeah doing mm-hmm. it separately yeah. So yeah, I remember like I always wanted it to be like the second thing that I tell you in the morning, you know, right after good, like good morning or mm-hmm. how you doing, baby, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, the second thing that I would tell you in the morning would always be, oh, and I hooked up with such mm-hmm. and such. Like oh, I hooked up with such and such or whatever. It just becomes like an internal, yeah, 
explosion kind of thing. It's like, I, I just can't go on with the rest of my day before I tell you oh, this. Oh, yeah, I gotta tell you. I gotta tell you. Because after that, it's like, well, why would I not tell her right away? And it was the most important thing that happened to me yeah. last night. Yeah. So why wouldn't I share that with her, like, pretty much right away? Yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know. That's just the way we've kind of always, we've always been. Yeah. Um. I hope that answers your question. I don't know if it's, I, 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 well, the I think the answer to the question for us yeah. is that, we just communicate about it mm-hmm. and we're, uh, we're, we're certainly, I'm certainly, um, interested yeah. and I want to know yeah, from, yeah. on so many levels, yeah. you know, not like, not like, Oh, you know, well, where were you last night? Mm-hmm. It was, it's more like, well, what did you do? Did you what have you a good do? time? And who are you with? And then I know if it's somebody you particularly like, then I'm particularly excited for you. So We've just always communicated that way. And, and in the beginning, there were some difficult times. There were. Because so. it's like, you know, it's still a hard thing. Well, I don't want to do it. Should we go down the road? It's like, it's still a hard thing to just kind of talk about it, I guess. Because, you know, everybody still has their hang-ups and everything. Well, it is because, I mean, that people feel like there's a... Individuals feel like there's a certain level of privacy that sure. comes with their sexual... Um, life expression yeah and so sometimes even your partner is is a difficult person to share that with that's but, a very good point i don't think anybody's ever talked about that it's like you know you're entitled to privacy even from your partner even if it's if you've decided that you want to have some kind of an open relationship is like you know privacy from your partner right from your partner is, is something that you might value well i mean that's how we're theoretically all and you know all wired is right. that your sexual life is a private life. Yeah. And so it's just a matter of how much are you trusting in your partner to be able to share every aspect of that. Well, I figure since our, our, our sexual life being our private life is pretty much undone by the fact that we have a podcast about it. <laughs> well, yeah, but I mean, still. Yeah. And it's this- one thing to be anonymous on the airwaves and and say your thoughts. And it's another thing to be standing in the bathroom, yeah. brushing your teeth on Saturday morning going, by the way, last night, so-and-so finger banged me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah, yeah. I mean, that's a whole other level of, um, that's a whole other level of disclosure. Right. And to have a trust that your partner is going to be okay with that. Mm-hmm. I'm with you. So no, I'm totally with you. I'm totally with you. So, uh, I don't know. How do you, I mean, interesting so, topic. It is an interesting topic. Well, yeah. that's, that's how we've, that's how we've kind of evolved into the whole separate room thing. Mm-hmm. And, and, um, the, the way that I think that we come together at the end of a, a separate encounter is that we talk about it. Yeah. We talk about it no matter how uncomfortable or, or bizarre or how, foreign it seems it's mm. like sometimes you just have to blurt it out yeah you just gonna have to share it yeah and i think and i think that that kind of leads into our next miscellaneous topic which is uh cheaters cheaters in the lifestyle <laughs> nice segue Miss well i you know because yes. i was i was uh roaming through the um the uh, website the other day right that we're on and i ran across this profile where there was a, a girl oh, and a guy yeah, a couple yeah, yeah. And their whole profile was up there, but all of a sudden in the about us section, there was a, you know, this blurb, like 
my wife and I have gotten has have recently gotten divorced after 11 years of marriage because she was having an affair with her 24 year old boss at work. Right. And I was completely taken aback right. by that. Cause completely, because I'm thinking, winners well, never get divorced or never wh- cheat. Yeah. Why? Why do you cheat? That yeah. that's what didn't make sense to me. I'm like, what? She was cheating? Seriously? Yeah. I don't why, get it. why wouldn't you just tell your husband, Hey, I like this guy. Let's invite him over. Yeah. <laughs> I, I Let's just, see if he parties. I don't get it. And then, so I'm, <laughs> do you party? I party. Do, do you party? I like to party. Oh, <laughs> so yeah. So that I was really taken aback by that. And I'm like, yeah. okay, well, how uh, prevalent is and, cheating? Right. And then the husband says, Oh yeah, hell yeah, badass! <laughs> Bring him over. Bring him over. <laughs> Fuck yeah, that'd be fun, right? <laughs> right? Does he have a girlfriend? It's like, what's going on? It's like, wait, hey, let's. Uh, I don't know. Should I make something? What, what should I make? Snacks? <laughs> so, yeah, so I don't know. I was just kind of yeah. weirded out by that. I mean, is there a lot of cheating that goes on in the lifestyle? I, I guess there must be. And then when I read that question about how do we re-engage, yeah. I was like, well, maybe some people just don't feel comfortable, um, you know, telling their partner everything. Yeah, that's good. And then they feel like, oh, well, I have to keep this part of my life secret. So maybe, I, I don't know. Maybe they have to be in the same room because something happens. <laughs> the next day they're like. It's like, well, why'd you do that? I don't know. You saw what happened. <laughs> this was obviously not my fault. <laughs> this must have been that other person's fault. <laughs> I, the thing is, I don't know. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. I don't have any answers to this. Any, and we just know what the, we do. This is. I'm just. I'm just lobbing out this idea of cheaters in a lifestyle. Yeah. I'm like, seriously. It's like, why the fuck you have the yeah. entire. Like world lay, laying down at your Everything. feet. Exactly. And you're going to go do something secret. Yeah. It's like, that's, that's Dumb. something that I can't. Well, it's just something that I can't understand. Yeah. Maybe somebody can, the dude you know, enlighten, enlighten us. But <laughs> yeah. that, that was just weird. But uh, anyway, yeah. anyway, well, let's move, let's move on to the next topic. If we dare. <laughs> yeah. Well, the next, the next segment in your, New uh, format of three segment. Oh yeah, three three the three part segment. Doing real or, good with that, it by the way. It's a it's <laughs> a yeah it's a it's a threesome. Oh. <laughs> so the next part Which, is uh, what have we been up to in the lifestyle? Oh yeah. L- live and learn. Live and learn. <laughs> I I added that. I added it. Fools. I know. Well, I I typed up the show notes, so I got to add one. Yes, I no, I like it. Okay. I like it. Okay. Live and, live and learn. <laughs> what have we been up to in the lifestyle? Live and learn. <laughs> Number one. Number one. Be prepared. Be prepared. Be prepared. Yeah, because we went on a hot, hot date, and we were so unprepared. <laughs> You're so unprepared. I could say this, and you know, this is something against my, what my scoutmaster always told me. He said that you should only pack in. To, you know, like, uh, to camp. 12 inches. No. <laughs> Just Too, No, so like, you should only pack in the things that you intend to use, you know? And that is like. Well, the, we, we packed in our guests. <laughs> so. Yeah, we did. We did. And, yes. and, and so they bring, they come up to, uh, 
afterward and you know they were still raring to go because that night that we met them at the club was well what? this is what happened we had a we had a club date yes. we met them at the club yes. and then we had a, a hotel reserved afterwards right like, you know like minutes from the club so we thought it was all wired we thought we were prepared <laughs> we thought we were prepared hey we had a room <laughs> right what could you so okay things to make sure that you have with you that we did not uh-oh. It's alphabetical order. Are you, you going to do a list, really? <laughs> no, I don't have a list. I'm just going to start <laughs> rattling off my deficiencies <laughs> like I was confessing, you know. Anyway, so uh, we did not have – okay, no, no. We, I would say that we didn't have booze, but we did. We had my bottle of Jim Beam, and yeah. that's it. Yeah. Yeah, that's swing that you made me. You made me carry in through the lobby. <laughs> That was pleasant. It was like one of those jugs. Jug <laughs> I'm in a I'm in a dress and high heels, yeah. and I have a big jug of Jim Beam. Hey, well, swinging is pricey. Arm. You got to make sure that you economize where you can. <laughs> That's horrifying. <laughs> so yeah, so you're walking through the, the, guy, the guy that was checking in front of us. I was like, he's looking at me like, ah, you brought your prostitute and your whiskey. <laughs> oh my god. So, anyway, anyway. <laughs> okay, so we had Jim Beam. Mm-hmm. In a room. In a room. So, heck. We didn't bring uh, anything like beer. We didn't bring music. We didn't bring, we didn't bring music. And what else did we not bring? We didn't bring any toys didn't bring any or toys. any lube or any. Yeah. We was, didn't bring anything fun. Yeah, we were like two traveling business people that they made, that we were forced to bunk <laughs> with each other, and oh, and we picked up this couple at the bar and brought them back up. It was pretty sad. So we drank whiskey and <laughs> carried on, but we did. I mean, we had a really good time. We did, yeah. But just it wasn't a fun bullsh- time. Bullshitting. It was a good That's time. That's all we did was just like drink Jim Beam and BS. Yeah, and BS. <laughs> you know, it has its place. Yeah, it was all right. Be prepared. Yeah, bring your things. Bring your things. Yeah, you know what? But you know, you 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 have a tendency to believe that I over prepare. So I was like, fine. Mm. I'm not going to worry about anything. I'm just going to show up and it'll probably be great. <laughs> and guess what? <laughs> I was like, hmm, we should have brought more stuff. We should have brought more stuff. <laughs> At the very least, a swimsuit. So, you know, we could Pick get in the swimming. pool. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. Anyway, I walked out and he's saying that all I, all I needed was a toothbrush and an attitude. Remember that? Yes. <laughs> I'm such an idiot. <laughs> okay, so... Uh, the next, <laughs> the next thing that we had. Oh my god, are we run through all of these. We can. Um. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. So the other. Let's one, do this one real fast. Okay. Don't be afraid to make an exit. Right. Sometimes in your swinging life, you're gonna run across another couple that you've been all hot and jazzed over meeting, and you're gonna be out at a club or whatever, and things might be going okay, but they're not going great. And you want to be able to get the hell out of Dodge. Yeah. That's probably what the couple said that was in our hotel room, drinking Jim Beam. <laughs> like, yeah, it's time for us that could go. Right? Yeah, yeah we, need to, we need to dangle. Yeah. We're like, is this, is this all that's going on? <laughs> so, we, well, <laughs> right, right, all right. Yeah, the the other shoe drops. Yes, it does. <laughs> is this all going on? Jim Beam and this asshole talking like he's preaching about 2012. 
Oh yeah. my God! Yeah. yeah, that and they did make a very gracious exit. Well, it was four o'clock in the morning. Well, that's fine. But anyway, we we had two experiences where yes. we where we made uh, great grace graceful exits. Yes. One we got laid, and one we didn't. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so, do you want to say anything about the one where we both got laid? Well, I mean, the deal was is that I would really, I just really wasn't into the couple that much. But mm-hmm. I was like, but it was, but it was kind of this lukewarm thing where I was like, yeah, I can make this work. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, let's have a couple drinks and see what happens. Let's just roll with it, you know. And they were nice. They were nice people, and they had. Well, he certainly had interesting things to say, but I just didn't feel like I was making a connection in any way, shape, or form with her. But we still brought him back to the house, and we still got laid. <laughs> well, we did. So. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so I would call that sex positive. That was sex. We positively did have sex. <laughs> so the other scenario was we went to a house party. Yes, we went to a house party with uh, that we were invited to with one other couple. Right. So it was a, a three couple deal. Mm-hmm. And we managed to make a graceful exit out of there without getting laid. We did. Yes. But first we kicked their ass at Pictionary. Oh, yeah. That. <laughs> when they whipped out the Pictionary game, it was like... Game over. This, game is, over. So not a, this is so not a swinger party. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, there wasn't, it wasn't like script Pictionary. It was just Pictionary. I mean, which is fine. I had, we had fun. We had fun, but I mean, I can go to your parents' house and play Pictionary. <laughs> And never picture your mom or dad naked. So, <laughs> you know, I mean, there's a place for Pictionary. It's not at a swinger party. You know what you should have done? You know what you should have done? It's what? like whipped off your shoe and slammed it on the table and said, Pictionary time is over, god damn it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's kind of like swept it off the board, throwing off all your clothes and throwing yourself onto the kitchen table and say, right. all right, like pour all the, all the, uh, appetizes over you and say, who the fuck wants an olive? Yeah. That's what you should yeah. have done. Yeah, because it's not like we're getting invited back anyway. <laughs> I don't know. You do that. You know, you're the life of the fucking party. <laughs> I don't know. Who are you? <laughs> are you no. just that crazy bitch that showed up to my house? <laughs> it's like, who saw her come in? Did any of our did our neighbors see her come in? Oh my god, that would be hilarious. I would expect that more from you than from me. <laughs> Pictionary time is over. Who wants an appetizer? Just dump all the marinated shrimp in my twat. <laughs> it's the seafood salad. He's going shrimping. <laughs> I don't know. I believe the next clue is mine. <laughs> I don't know. That's enough of that. Anyway. Okay. <laughs> anyway. So, okay. The next thing that we had was why your iPhone needs a tripod. <laughs> Dare we? You know, I don't even want to go there after that little scenario. <laughs> because when I wrote when I wrote this title, it just seemed so innocuous. It just seemed like a, you know. We're moving on to our next topic, which is club closings. Oh yeah, our club, our local club closed for a weekend recently. Yes, but they, but they made it seem like it, cause they started BSing about it like a month before, yeah. right? Sending like 
you, but we you, don't want to get into details. I, 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 I don't I, think we want to get into details. We don't want to like re-dramatize. There's, there's a lot of there's a very litigious group of people involved, and we don't want anything to do with them. Yeah. So, but the club closed, and so we had an opportunity to explore other um, pathways to swinger success. Yes, pathways to swinger success. You heard it here first, folks. <laughs> I think that's going to be the title of yeah. our book. When I when I become a motivational speaker, that'll be that'll be like my opening. I like it. I like it a lot. So uh, so what did we do? What are what were the some of the things that we discovered in our? Uh... Well, what happened was when the club oh, shut down. Yes. Okay. Yeah. The uh, websites blew up because right. all of a sudden everybody had like you know an outlet of oh, they the, needed an outlet they right? needed an they outlet. needed something other than the club because it's like the only well there's two clubs in town and there are it, it is to um, like a lot of people who go to this club don't go to the other and vice versa right so when that club closed down it was like had delirium <laughs> yeah we we posted a speed dating night yep which i don't think we had done before that we we'd done it once really in a long, remember we got stood up Hmm. When we went to the LNR, probably on Broadway, probably. Oh yeah, yeah, we did. Mm -hmm. But this this night we posted a speed dating and we actually um, had recipients that showed up. Six. Yeah, it was cool. It was a it was a good time, and we met we met um, a couple of uh, couples that we already knew. Yeah, which was good to get back in touch with them. And then we met a new couple. Yeah, we definitely did. So and the new and the new couple like the old friends and so it was it was good it it led to some other invitations mm-hmm. that we got um, we received from the new couple yes and that turned out to be a really fun time yeah it was a wonderful mm-hmm. time it was a wonderful time we uh we got yeah we actually went out and had a like a cocktail and drink night with them mm-hmm. right and uh, at a really nice place here in town we mm-hmm. were playing some very Good jazz. very very cool jazz music we had some pouring some nice drinks pouring nice drinks had some outstanding little appetizers it was conversation great conversation laughs chanting it was yeah. it was a really neat experience yes. yes above and beyond what we would have experienced at the club Certainly. so it was uh it was delightful it was, mm-hmm. uh, it was intimate it was um just friendly. It was just a good time. Intelligent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was, yeah. It was a. It was actually much better than um, spending an evening at the club. And I know we've been really big club proponents, mm-hmm. but this was a good night for us to yeah, not definitely. be at the club and to um, just Get hang out, them, hang yeah. out with folks. Yeah, on kind of a couple on couple basis. Yes. So that was that was good. Well, so it, that good led night. to a good experience. It certainly did. Yeah. Good night. Um, what else we have? Uh, let's see. Oh, and then we went out. Was it the next weekend or the next night that of that weekend? And we went to the Vanilla Club. Oh yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. We went to a Vanilla Club, and um, we just went there just casually, just to hang to, out, just to we, dance. Yeah, just just, just for Miss Wapu and I to dance. I mean, that's all we intended is just to go there and hang out. And we met several people actually yeah. at the in the in the little area where we were hanging yeah. out. Yeah, we like. And we met, we met a re- we met a really hot vanilla couple. <laughs> yeah, they were really hot. At least we think. Well, we yeah, very hot vanilla couple, and we uh, spent a lot of time with them. 
talking and talking, flirting along. and yeah, having a, a good time. And it kind of, well, now it throws me back to the idea of, you know, people that wonder when you meet a vanilla couple, how do you really know that they're vanilla or, I mean, how much of a move can you make on this couple and inviting them back and it's like doing anything else? Where where do you get to the point where you went too far or whatever? But man, these people are friendly. They were. And we had a really good time hanging out with them. But the thing is, we only hung out with them for a couple hours, maybe three. Yeah. But we just never, you know, and that was the thing is like I broke one of my own rules <laughs> or whatever. You didn't escalate? I didn't escalate. Uh-huh. Yeah, she was trying to, I think. In retrospect, now I know that she was trying to escalate. But you just never know because it's yeah. a vanilla situation. Maybe they were hanging out there because the club was closed. Who knows? Yeah. Well, we, oh, but gosh, but yeah. they were certainly more friendly than your average couple that you would mm-hmm. just meet out. So and, you know, it begs know, the it, question. It's like, how do you... Like in that situation, how do you escalate? And you know what made me think that they were swingers? Well, because they're they're both so secure. Yeah, they you were, know what I mean. Mm-hmm. It's like they they were just such secure people, like well grounded, just you know, out to have a good time. You could tell they were just like powerfully in love and just out there, just being fucking great, you know. Mm-hmm. And that's what made me. It, it made me. I was just sure that they were swingers because of that. For that reason, it's just that they were just so, so, so self-assured and so bonded. You know. And you were like, if they're not swingers, you'd want them to be. Absolutely, because that's the kind of couples we need in a lifestyle, like yeah. like Miss Wapu and I. They well, we didn't have an opportunity to know them any better mm-hmm. after that after that evening. Yeah. But contact information is there, so you yeah. never know what the future holds. Yeah, we should give them a call. We'll let you know how all that goes. So the club being closed for a weekend ended up being a great success for us because really we went out and did new and different things than we've been used to over the last few months mm-hmm. doing it in the club lifestyle. Yep. And we found them to be very successful. So yeah, it was good. It was a mm-hmm. really great night mm-hmm. off or weekend off, right? I guess mm-hmm. or whatever it was. And it's funny because ever since the place has opened back up, we've only been back once. And yeah. or when you know when we started in oh way back in February <laughs> when we started we, ages ago ages ago <laughs> we, we would have uh, typically been there once a weekend and it's been more than a month now and we haven't we've only been back once yeah and, and what was it like <laughs> anyway we don't have to get into that oh well yeah um, well this is the thing the one night that we were going back mm-hmm. was the night we were going to meet the couple right. Our first hotel experience couple. Oh gosh! If you if you can go back to that podcast, yeah, it was yeah. the night we very first had our hotel date, yeah. our first hotel date, and um, it was a couple that didn't speak English, right, right? And they they only spoke Spanish, and so it was very very you know it was difficult for us that first night, but it was still a lot of fun. Yeah, and yeah. well, this night that we went back to the club, they were there, but right. they had all eyes. And we had allies. Yeah. And well, I, when I say allies, I just mean people that spoke our same language. Right, because they don't. They, yeah, because they don't. They don't. They don't speak English, and we. Well, Miss Hopfu doesn't speak Spanish. Well, yeah, and Miss Hopfu doesn't speak Spanish, but it was just very frustrating, you know, that aspect of it. And they met a they met another couple that spoke Spanish there. But however, they approached us and they asked us, you know, what's going on? Are we gonna get together? So on and so forth. Or he, oh, well, he and she both approached me. And I said, well, we're here with this other couple 
but we're not with them. We're with whoever wants to join us. I mean, that, that's what I told him. Mm-hmm. And I said, so, you know, go bring those other, those other guys. We know them too. And just come join us. Mm-hmm. They didn't come over. It didn't. I mean, there weren't that many people in the club. I mean, we could have had a really good eight person group, mm-hmm. you know, cause we've, but everybody ended up hanging out with people that they were most comfortable speaking, speaking the to. language. Because, I mean, we've swung with all of those people. Yeah. You know, and we could have all gone back to the room and had a lot of fun. But that's the way it goes. I mean, we still had a good time. We did. Yeah, we did. Anyway, it's just, uh, I guess I was being wistful. Yeah, I think I was too, because I just started daydreaming about the trip to Paris. Yeah. Because I'm like, how how is that going to be when we when we mm, go to France? Difficult. I mean, are we going to be the odd the odd man out? Well, yeah. It's like put yourself in those shoes, right? I mean, if we're going to be in a club in Paris or whatever, and all of a sudden we're like the only couple out of whomever that are there who doesn't speak who doesn't speak French. Uh, what are we going to do? I don't know. I'm trying to learn some basic, you know, phrases, but none of them are swinger phrases. <laughs> right. I don't don't think they have an app for that. They don't have an app for that. (laughs) Rosetta Stone for swingers? (laughs) No, they don't have it. (laughs) Believe me, I looked. I don't know. A lot of, of, you know, a lot of people in France speak English, but then again, a lot of people, a lot of uh, people in America speak, you know, English. (laughs) But apparently this couple does not, so... (laughs) I think I'll just let my monster dong speak the international language of come here. I'm just going to like run out of the bathroom with it like <laughs> with flying it about. It's just, just a dong and a cape. That's it. Yeah. Made that, out of the French that's, flag. That's not an international language. It's not. No. Is that, it's, it's, just, it's, it's, it's a ground, grounds for being arrested it's, it's, <laughs> in, it, in any language. It's an international incident. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Let me hold your passport while you do that. <laughs> because so do you think if we ever have a reality show, you can call me the incident instead yeah, of the situation? No, <laughs> no. And we're not going to have a reality show. God damn it. <laughs> but life is reality enough. <laughs> no, Now we're actually talking about topics and not just events that have occurred. All right. We, we picked one topic. We selected one topic to discuss. Um, not discuss. Just, yeah, discuss. discuss. Give, our, give our ideas, opinions on. And, of course, we're always welcome. You know, we always welcome and are open to, uh, you know, Other listeners. ideas, yeah. Listeners' L- ideas. L- lucky you. <laughs> <laughs> listeners. So the topic is how swinger attitudes cross over into vanilla life. Yeah. Ooh. I like it. Sexy. Definitely. I like it too because it's it's relevant. Well, yeah, because when we started like, you know, going to the clubs and putting our names out there as swingers, you know, we started um meeting all kinds of people, just generally, you know, people who looked all kinds of different ways, right? And had all kinds of different attitudes, I suppose. And all all different backgrounds. Definitely. Definitely. And uh, I think that was a big, a 
the big challenge for me was uh, being able to talk to anyone, anywhere, at any time about anything. Because right. I think we all have our comfort zones. Mm. We all have our comfort zones. And if you're at work, you have a comfort zone for speaking to people at work. If you're in a social situation with your spouse, you, have a, com- yeah. you have a comfort zone for that. And mm-hmm. if you're at a... Um, you know, kind of company situation. Right. You, you have work. a you have yeah. a comfort you have a comfort level for that. Yeah. But I think for me, the the uh, the swinger lifestyle has been able to bring out having you know being comfortable in any place at any time and being able to cross cross function all of those all of those personalities that you have. Right, because you meet all kinds of people in the community and people who look like all sorts of different things and. And uh, they just look like everyday people that you meet, say, in your office or anywhere else. You know, it's just the – and I guess what I said earlier was that it was kind of like the humanity of it, right? It's like um, it, it, it humanizes people in that you realize that people of all walks of life, walks of life who look all different kinds of ways all have, you know, uh, sexual desires, you know, that you can relate to. Well, that was an interesting point that you brought up is that you – I. I and and I feel like I've done the same thing where you you can look at any person and uh, have a sense of their sensuality, their sexuality. Right, right, because you've seen it modeled yes. in front of you. Yes, yeah. you've seen it modeled in front of you in, in the lifestyle. It's like at, at the club or at a, at a meet and greet or at a meeting. You meet people in all walks of life. And right. then you realize they all have a sensuality or a sexuality. And then you kind of carry that over into your everyday life, right, your, so your, your workaday life, and that you can look at a person and go, oh, yeah, I can completely see this person in a lifestyle. Right. Not that they are, but you can see that side of them. Right. You can see that the person that's their equivalent. You've probably met the person that's, that's their equivalent in the lifestyle at some point. And you so it brings, it brings a... Um, Empathy like or something, right? Well, yeah. like a level of humanity. Yeah, like humanity. Like you said, because right. it, like in my work situation, I would always think of everyone as whatever their job is. Right, and whether or not they did it well or not. Yeah, this know. person's a director, and this person's a coordinator, and this person does this and this for a living. Or maybe it was somebody that you wouldn't care. I mean, you that you would be cool either hanging out with or not hanging out with, but not, at nothing other than like a two-dimensional, just like regular hangout with level. But yeah, two-dimensional, right? whereas mm-hmm. being in the lifestyle, all of a sudden you realize that everybody has more dimensions than you'll ever than you'll probably ever know right or you'll have as they'll have a they'll have more dimensions that you can explore and find some kind of kinship with right and it yeah and it makes people more interesting mm-hmm. because you can I don't want to say fantasize because that brings an element of like sexuality to right. it that it's not that I'm not really trying to convey. No, no, intimacy, right? But, but yeah, maybe it's more intimacy where mm-hmm. you can look at a person and know that they're that they're a rounded person. Right. This is not just a person that shows up right. and does this every day. This person has their own personal life um, that I that I'm not aware of. Right, an interior life that you're not privy to. That's just not yeah. part of your. But the thing is that you can kind of extrapolate what somebody who's similar to them, what their life might look like. Yeah, and so yeah. you can build kind of more of a, you know, 3D's really big right now right. in the movies, but you can build more of a 3D person rather than just a person that's showing up and, you know, yeah. 
giving you reports or expecting information for reports. It's like, no, you just kind of start seeing people on a more, um, rounded basis that yeah. this, this person, what do they do when they go home at the end of the day? They have an emotional state, right? Yeah. You relate more like to their emotional state. Absolutely. And you just, you just, uh, you know, if you're, I don't know. I, I really haven't had any kind of um, opportunity to ferret out any any of that personal information. Right. But just being aware that it's there, I think, makes me more, uh, I have more empathy yeah. towards people. Really? I, I, I don't just see someone as a person that provides a service. It's like, no, these are people because I've met I've met all of these people. You know, theoretically, in a in a in a swinger situation. What what um what's what surprised me is that uh, I've re- recognized or realized that I've met because I met so many different women in you know in the community, and I've grown to love many of them and just like really just appreciated their presence and their femininity and their the hotness that they owned. You know what I mean? Just like this. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, just like this, it's like this, uh, self-aware, self-awareness and their sexuality and their ability, to, ability to pre- express themselves sexually that, um, you know, there were lots of, uh, women that I met in the workplace or in the near workplace that I felt I never, I mean, like that I, I not that I was, a, not that I'm attracted to them, but that. I have. You're some, you're aware they have a sexual. I am aware sexual that they have a sexual side, a sexual side, which is them. a personal side. Absolutely, which I think is is something that has been completely absent from my work experience prior. Mm-hmm. And it's been delightful, honestly, because it's just given me such a deeper appreciation for, um, you know the, the just a, a, a different a, di- a different appreciation for the amount of care, consideration that they that they spend on the on the on their appearance. And the care and the consideration that they spend on their interactions with the people in their in, in the in the office, you know. And when you add that dimension to it, it's like seeing in color for the first time, you know. It's actually like being able to appreciate the um, social skills that people have and the the amount of interaction, uh, just appreciating the amount of interaction that people are willing to give when right, you're in the right. lifestyle and you and you do not receive that. It's like to just have it on the regular on a regular basis is kind of intriguing. Well, because you know you know why I think that there's part of that too is that what it puts you more in touch with is that when somebody in the lifestyle, for example, uh, is intimate with you, they're giving you something. You know, mm-hmm. they're giving you something that uh, becomes part of what you possess about that person. You know, because you not only possess like your social interaction and the good times and so on with them, but you also possess a a portion of their intimacy that they shared with you. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it just makes it a much more fuller experience. And once you've experienced that with somebody who's shared that intimacy with you explicitly, I think that when you go back into the vanilla world, you're able to see the, the output that the people output, give. Yeah. You, you're able to see the actual level of engagement yeah. that people are willing to give. Right. Right. And, and how close you, that is you to the start, whole person. Yeah. Right? You start yeah. recognizing like how much someone's withholding and how much someone is giving. Right. And it's just on a personal level. It's on a sexual level. It's just on a level that 
this person is sharing this or this person is giving this or this connectedness. This, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Yeah. And you kind of start seeing that on, in a, um, it's almost like in a colorful way Sure. where you, where you just start, you start appreciating the interactions that you have with people and judging them in a more fair light yeah. where who, who really wants to engage you as far as a person, period. Right. As right. far as just a person or, you know? Yeah, absolutely. It's, yeah. I, no, it's like, it's and, a, the fullness of the experience is like yeah. incomparable, right? And, but the thing at the same time is that it gives you the ability to see into people a little bit better. And one of the things that I think it's, it's that has really affected me is that I find everyone more approachable. You're, you're, you're more empathic, you know? I think that you have a feeling that you're overwhelmed by the connectedness that you feel to a lot of people now that maybe you didn't see before and you see a little deeper into their lives. And that's uh, that's awesome. You know, it's like, it's like, we're not, we're not trying to, not, we're not trying to convert anybody, you know, and we're not trying to, you know, make everybody consider that the things that Miss Wapfu and I do are is like something that everybody should take on. As a matter of fact, we'll be like the last people to like ever, condone anybody coming anybody coming into the lifestyle who's not prepared to do so. I mean, I think that would just be a horrible thing. It would be a horrible thing to a mar- to do to a marriage. But it's like, you know, if you get to a, a situation where you really start to, you're really able to understand people at a level that's beyond just what they present externally, I think that you, I think that, I think that, I think that swinging is one way to do it. It's the way that's worked for us. But, you know, who knows? Maybe collecting stamps was what will do it for you. So, um, I used to collect stamps. Yeah, so did I. When I was in my, you have a stamp collection, I do. really? Yeah. yeah, I have it. Like, I have to show it to you. Seriously? Yeah. I was like ten, eleven when I did mine. Did, yeah, I I inherited mine from my great aunt. Get out! Yeah, yours are probably so old. They're old, <laughs> but no, it's okay. Yeah, we got like Lebanese money in there. We could put them together and. Make a wall day art. We should do that. It'd be kind of cool. It would be really cool. We should do that. <laughs> but forget stamps. All right, we're done. Are we done? Wait, 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 wait. Okay, what? I, I would venture to say, and this is my closing comment. Okay. I would venture to say, for as much as I struggle to know other people, I mean, everybody struggles to know themselves. Yeah. And every, everyone wants to be known. Everybody wants to be understood, right? So it's a um, mutually beneficial endeavor for everyone to get to know each other. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I agree. So reach out, whether it's in your workplace or your swinger place or your... Stamp collecting community. Yes, or your or your or your book of the month club. Month club. Yeah, yeah. I haven't done that. Yeah, me neither. So. All right. All right. Loving kisses. Loving kisses. This is uh, Mr. Swapu and Miss Swapu saying thank you so much. Thank you for listening to episode fourteen. And uh, smell you later. We're gonna try to do this weekly. So, night, night, folks. Bye.